Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Welcome to this week's episode of How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Tom. I'm Joel. And Joel, Tom. I've got one question for you. I've got one delicious, juicy question for you. How Goods Footy. Tom, how good's being a lock for finals? Oh, boy. Uh, No. Yes. We're not yet. Oh, no. I think we have to win on Saturday. Sorry, I was asking you a question, but it was about my team. How about, hey, Joel, how's being a lock for finals? Woo! Can't believe it. Yeah, we're one win away. We have to beat Hawthorne at home in Geelong. Yeah. We should. Should. On paper, do that. Tom, listeners. But I want to be careful. I'm in a bad way. How many ladder predictors have you run, Joel? Too many. I've run a couple. Mm. Um, My favorite one yep. had Collingwood ninth, Essendon fifth. Uh, there's a, the one I've done the most that I keep getting the most is it's happened about three or four times where the Gold Coast Essendon game is just repeated next week. Yeah. Yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> and there's, there's versions where it's repeated at Metricon and versions where it's repeated at Windy Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think I've run. Will they be at Icon? Will finals all be at Icon Park if they're Victoria? I don't know because I know Geelong. If we get a home final, it'd be GMHBA. Brisbane they'll play in Springfield. Adelaide will play at Norwood. I suspect Melbourne won't play at Casey. They'll play at Icon. Richmond, ha- their home ground this year is Icon. Richmond are probably done. I think. Oh yeah, Richmond. I think Joel. I think we killed them. Um, well, I guess, like, look, before we get into this weekend's results, we'll go through the ladder because there's a bunch of teams you can just draw a line through. And there's, like, a, a lot of big stuff. Got a couple of emails. Oh. Uh, the fantasy season is technically, well, is over it's for over. most We're teams. in grand final time where there's only two teams remaining. Uh, I crashed and burned in a big way. Yep. Tom. Are you alive in two? Mm-hmm. Were you nearly alive in three? I was. I missed out on a third premiership by oh. percentage. Well, playing off for a premiership. Yep. Yeah. You've gone a bit early there, Joel. Uh, well, I, also, I'm not top of the ladder in any of those leagues, I don't think, so I'm the underdog. Anyway. And it was like, oh, where'd you come? But you have to be second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think I went second, second. You had a few weeks where you just didn't do trades, too, because I had a few weeks where I'm like, ah, oh, there's no real ad- advantageous trade to do here. Last two weeks. I moved people around on the bench because I, uh, I well, fucked up. I upgraded way too early and way too hectically. Okay. Which then meant that I had no money and all of my bench went down to like 300k players. Yeah. So what I was doing was players would, anyone that had like a decent game, I couldn't risk just leaving them on the bench in case their value went down. So I'd trade them out, pocket that 50k and bring in a new $300,000 yeah, player. Because there's always debutants in the AFLW. Yeah. And uh, mixed hey, results. You're playing in a grand final. Playing in two. Um, I, I, made, I had one really bad week two weeks ago where I fucked my trades up. And it ruined my my run basically. That was the week I think I went one and three. Yeah. Um, the trades I had, Joel, looking at the scores of players I would have traded in, I might have been okay. And then I probably wouldn't have needed to trade again. So I finished 
four. Look, we'll just do fantasy stuff at top. It won't yep. take too long. No, no, we'll speed through this. So I finished fourth. You finished. Oh, Tom. Yeah, I know, Joel. I fell away in these last couple of weeks. Last you finished thirteenth. Yeah. And Sean finished ninth in the Weapons League. Yeah. Uh, WA Salvage and the Carton Blues will be playing off in the grand final. Uh, in the Reserves League, we have. I forgot that I can't see the full team names on yeah. the app. And the app is bad. The app is bad. Yeah, the app is bad because it's not an app. It's a link to a website. And the website, dog shit. I've turned my phone on its side to try and get extra space for names because it's an app. It's like wrong. So Nick and Moritz. Uh, so Wardlaw and something and St. Well, Kill. W- that's Wardlaw and Order. Wardlaw and Order and St. Kilda J-Word. <laughs> oh, St. Kilda Jaints? St. Kilda J- Yeah, the St. Kilda Jaints. Yeah, okay. I'm sure that's definitely what it is. Anyway, yep. they're playing off in the reserves, and I'm sitting in third place by 0.5%. Should have been better. Should have been better. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what, so you're in the final, the grand so, final for the Bastiani Cup, and- yep. I've got to ask then, is Bastiani in the Bastiani Cup? She finished third. Oh, Gemma. Tom, this is big. In the How Goods Footy Gemma Bastiani Cup, it's Egg FC versus the Almost Two Goods. Both teams, nine and zero. Oh, Jesus. They've got a full 1% on me, but... This is going to be huge. You need to trade like your life depends on it this week. Or don't trade. I've still I've got some like fucking there's a couple of players that I just could never trust like haven't been able to trust since like the first three rounds and they're still just sitting there. Could go eighty, could go one hundred and twenty. Like Tom, I still have Georgie. I still have Georgie too. She hasn't scored a hundred since round four. No, but the thing is, she's consistently hitting eighty to nineties the last few weeks. Yeah, but that's not good for how much money she is. But now she's gone down enough in value that and Joel, she's playing Hawthorne. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. She'll score 90 again. Her sister started significantly worse. Has now passed her. Um, I I, uh, traded... Oh, no, I've traded Georgie out, actually, and I swapped her over for Amy McDonald, and that's actually paid off all right. Yeah. See, that's Um, smart. And also, the other steal was early on getting Morrison before she hit over a million in the forward line. Morrison's someone that I am pretty flat on missing, but she did only score 30 this week, so we'll see. Might be able to make something happen. So, anyway, let's let's last uh, no, last, the, last round. The, so the the last final the fun was, section. Uh, in the fun section, it's Justin K versus me. Justin is a team called Close the. Who knows? Yeah, close the door. Um, close the oh, close the bell door. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Brisbane. No. Ah, oh, who do they barrack for? Adelaide. Oh yeah, close the um, close the Hatchard. <laughs> yeah, close the Hatchard. <laughs> um, close the Jones. <laughs> so me and Justin both. Also undefeated in this league. So I went nine and zero in two, two leagues. leagues. Incredible. Uh, you finished fourth and Sean finished fifth in the fun section. Yeah. Chaos. AFLW Fantasy is generally chaos, but thanks for being a part of it. Good luck to the grand finalists. Uh, Thank Joel, you. good luck to you. Thank you. Um, let's talk, not fantasy footy, actual footy. And my God, going into this last round, things are juicy. So this round, we said goodbye to the finals chances of West Coast and the Western Bulldogs. (laughs) (laughs) West Coast, Port Adelaide, Western Bulldogs, GWS Giants, Hawthorne, and unless something insanely fucked happens, Freo. Freo have a a one game out, but they have a percentage of 74. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so look. Statistically, these next three can still make the eight, uh, but... Joel, are you sure you're a lock for finals? I'm pretty sure there's a scenario where if you lose, you could end up 10th. You're not a lock. You're not a lock. Uh, They're not a lock. We'd have to lose by like 150 points. Are you sure about that? Our percentage is 112. Yeah, what's what's ninth is St. Kilda, yeah? Yeah, 97. What's Collingwood's? 95. So they're a game behind you. Uh-huh. Oh. 
So Essendon are equal with points with the top with Brisbane and Kangaroos, which is fucked. That is not right. I mean, it's the thing of this competition is baked in its inequality by not everyone playing everyone, but that is huge for the Bombers' second year. And also, I will also say, the team currently sitting in sixth, I believe. Gold Coast Suns. Gold Coast Suns. Like, this is their, I think, what they came in the same year as West Coast. Yeah. Uh, so after Geelong. So Richmond, West Coast, Gold Coast, and... Uh, I want to say St. Kilda, I think, came in at the same time. And out of those four, West Coast, the only, uh, Gold Coast, the only ones currently playing finals. Yeah, and uh, the teams that came in with Essendon are Hawthorne, Port Adelaide, and Sydney. Who are also looking like they're going to play finals. They really need to win on the weekend if they want to cement that. But they are playing Rio. Anyway, so... Let's the, get into this week. So the get, the teams that... I would bet money on not making the eight, but still statistically can if they beat a team by 200 points and the right teams lose. Fremantle, Richmond, and Carlton. Yep. Good yeah, night. Richmond, Richmond got got their percentage absolutely smashed on the weekend too. Um, which so did Carlton. And so did Carlton. And Freo's was always shit, but it didn't help this weekend no, either. it didn't help. So Collingwood and St. Kilda sit ninth and 10th, and they're only outside the eight on percentage. They're such a life possibility. If Sydney and both Geelong of those teams, or Gold Coast, right? Sydney, Geelong, Gold Coast, all drop a game. Yep, we're in trouble. Yep. If Essendon drop a game in enough percentage, they're in trouble. Yep. This is incredible, and but Essendon could also finish fourth. Which Essendon could finish in the top four, which would be so bad. As someone whose team made a prelim final when they absolutely shouldn't, Joel, correct. <laughs> Because the scenario, if Essendon finish fourth, it means Brisbane finish fifth. Yep. And if that happens, Essendon then will play Melbourne round one of the finals. Melbourne or Adelaide. Based on round 10 ladder predictor, I think it'll be Melbourne. Yeah. And then... Your reward for that would then either play... No, 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 no. Our award for losing... For for losing is we then play Brisbane. At Windy Hill. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Imagine making finals and then it's like, oh, you play Melbourne, then you play Brisbane. That's pretty fucked up. Mm. Yeah. I would much prefer the not second chance. I want to win on the weekend, but uh, but but imagine. Imagine Essendon finishing higher than the men's. T- imagine the women's Essendon team finishing higher than the men have since, you know, 1997. And they've only been in the comp two years. Tom. Yeah. What if we finish top four and there's a big upset? <laughs> would, like... Can I say, it would have to be, I think, based on the results from this weekend and looking at the ladder, and uh, friend of the show, Sean, yep. um, who, who's still fine, he's still he's, fine. he's still going, I saw him on the weekend, we recorded some Scaredy Boys, I'm going around a Scaredy Boys retreat with him this weekend, uh, he sends his regards, um, he's been watching the footy, uh, he's been watching the basketball, uh, we're, we're having a good time. Um, if... He said there are 2.5 good teams, and I think he's right. I think it's Melbourne and Adelaide, then there's a and little gap in North, Yep. then a slightly bigger gap and Brisbane. But Brisbane haven't been very good the last couple of Correct. weeks. Correct. But I think Brisbane have a ceiling that, you know... They could be. Uh, they could play a lot more. They, they, the consistency seems to be their huge, pro- huge problem. But yeah. And, and you got to remember, too, they got, again, they got raided in the last trade period again. Yeah. So a lot of it's been adjusting to no Bodie, no Bates, guess no Wardlaw. In round eight, they beat Adelaide. I yeah. forget that. In my head, they lost two in a row, but no, they beat Adelaide, then lost to St. Kilda. Which is... Anyway, let's... Hey, let's get into it. Let's All get right. into this week's games. Friday night. Blockbuster. S- huge. <laughs> no, uh, I look good on the AFL for finally putting the expansion sides in a Friday night slot. Mm-hmm. Um, because the women's sons are significantly more exciting and better yep. uh, than the men's sons. Although, row bottom. Ankle injury, don't know how severe. I haven't heard how severe it is. The only injury news I've heard is that Schleiser did not do her ACL, but has done a PCL, which is not good news. But, but not, it's better than ACL. But better news. than ACL. Still um, season though, right? Yeah, it's season. She's only just come back from an ankle, Ugh. which sucks. So, yeah. Uh, oh, no ro- no row bottom. 
That's not what Gold Coast need right before finals. No. Right before playing a game they need to win to make finals. Yes, and then would be playing immediately the week after in an elimination final. Maybe against the team that they had to beat to make finals, maybe. <sighs> but they got it done against the Giants. Um, an arm wrestle until halfway through the second quarter. Uh, both teams kicked one behind each in the first. What I love, Joel, is... Um, when you say, when, when when the sentence, an arm wrestle until, at least feels like it should be after halftime, being <laughs> an arm wrestle until about 15 to 20 minutes into the game. An arm wrestle until about 22, 23 minutes into the game. Gold Coast kicked two goals in a row. And then from that point onwards. They've looked really good this, this whole season. There's some really yeah. exciting stuff happening at the Gold Coast Suns. Um, but yeah, that Robottom news is really rough. Yes. It also meant she only scored 85. 84. Goldsworthy for the Giants had another big game. Not five goals, 150 touches big, but still nine tackles and 18 touches and kicked it behind. That's all right. This for a first year player. There was also a, a moment on the weekend involving Goldsworthy where she was on the bottom of a pack. And I will say this. This says a lot about Jeter versus leadership. This is why maybe they're not contesting for finals. Yeah. So when you're in a pack and the pack clears, what generally happens is a teammate, like in the ba- it happens in the basketball a lot. In yeah. basketball, if you fall over, you don't get up. No. <laughs> Someone will come and help you get up. And I think that's also because the average height of a person playing in the NBA is 7'12". Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's so big. Yes, what, 7 foot 12 inches, yeah. a.k.a. 8 foot. <laughs> yeah. So let's just call it, let's say 6'10". That's the average height, right? Yeah. Six, they're big boys. Yeah. So I understand they're going to help. But in the footy, like, it's it's the camaraderie of it. You get helped up. It's yeah. the, uh, the they Ted give you a Lasso pat on the back. Yeah. When you're injured, no, stay, wait for a minute. Let the crowd cheer you as I lift you up. Yep, great. Goldsworthy, in a contest, big tackle. Gets whatever, crunched. Gets crunched, does a good job. Gold lying Coast held the players up. She's lying on her back. She looks around. There is not a GWS player within two to three meters of her. So she grabs her own hands and helps <laughs> herself up. Uh, very much like players when they go to high five and there's no one around them and they yeah. just high five the air. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, GWS social media posted it. Being like, this is funny. And I'm uh, like, a lot of comments did not agree with them. No. I do feel bad for the social media manager for the Giants because they had such a good time with the AFLM. Yeah. And having a bad time with the AFLW. Uh, I heard them interviewed on another podcast where they were like, yeah, it's rough when you haven't won. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do memes when you lose every week. Yeah. Um, next game. Melbourne said, for you, get fucked. Get fucked. Yeah. Hey, I got this is going to shock you, Joel. Mm. Melbourne. Mm. They're a good side. Yeah, I am, I am starting to think that. Yeah, I've got an idea, and uh, that idea is that Melbourne, premiership favourites. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know who else is saying it. You're only yeah, going to hear it on this podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of whispers on Haggard's footy that Melbourne will probably Melbourne, win the premiership. premiership favourites. And they're doing this without players that, like, Taylor Harris has played, I think, like two games this whole year. Yeah. Like Doesn't matter. No. Daisy Pierce has played zero games this year. Yeah. Nah, just, good on him, Freo. Just okay. We, we learned nothing about Freo, and to be honest, we didn't learn a thing about Melbourne either. No, they a team came from Western Australia to meet Melbourne at Casey Fields, and K, uh, and Melbourne said, "Well, this is going to unfold exactly how you expect it's going to." Although Freo are in front at quarter time, I believe by like a point or two. Uh, one one point. Yes. yes. Uh, then they were down significantly at halftime, and it didn't get better. No. Uh, Melbourne are good. Freo, unfortunately, just, just hasn't panned out. So you're like, okay, Saturday's going to plan so far. So the next game will probably be correct. normal. Normal. St. Kilda versus Brisbane Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Uh, Brisbane uh, would have won, I assume, because St. Kilda, bad team, bad coach. Uh, St. Kilda won by 21 points. It wasn't even that close. So there was a point in this game where at halftime... The vibe I got was strong breeze at, and I wasn't watching this game. Yep, um, I was checking the scores while doing while recording episodes of the podcast Scaredy Boys episodes every Friday. Um, we were checking the scores throughout this, uh, and 
we got the vibe of strong breeze. Say so killed him on the toss, mm-hmm. kicking with the win in the first quarter. I think they kicked two, two, three or something two, three like that. Did nothing. Did nothing. Meanwhile, then in the second quarter, it was like one four to nothing. To one behind. To yeah. One behind. So it's like okay, that's good. Brisbane can if Brisbane can stay in touch in the last quarter, they'll have the breeze. So three quarter three quarter time, they haven't scored a goal. They haven't kicked anything. Any- uh, or maybe yeah, behind. They didn't kick anything in the third quarter. And I think St. Kilda kicked like two goals. Two goals, three. So you're like, okay, well, that's clearly the breeze. But if Brisbane come out firing, and unfortunately, Brisbane Ki- did come out firing, but also St. Kilda did as well. Brisbane came out firing after St. Kilda kicked the first two goals of the quarter. Yeah. Then Brisbane kicked two, and then St. Kilda kicked two, and then Brisbane kicked two more and lost by 21 points. Yeah, this was um really interesting for the finals run. I think if Brisbane had have won this game, the game between Melbourne and Brisbane this week would have been for the million-dollar McClellan trophy. Yep. Instead, congratulations to the Melbourne Demons. Uh, the Melbourne <laughs> Demons W side, you've deserved it. Yep. Deserved it. Here's a million dollars to spend. They're yeah. splitting, they said they're splitting it between both. Well, it is. That's how it yep. works. They get 25 each and then 50 just to the club in yep. general. I don't think that... Uh, the men's side should get any of that money because Why? they've straight set it two years in a row. Um, they may or may not have a culture issue, mm-hmm. um, and their coach sucks. Counterpoint: Yeah, they're not the women's team aren't in this position if the team's bad. Finishing top four and bombing out in finals sucks, but yeah, you can't I, do it. You can't do it with just one it, good team. It just feels like you're awarding the men for being fuckheads, but you're not because they did make top four. It's not like they finished bottom four and spent the whole. It, look, it's not like then maybe team, maybe not maybe not a twenty five twenty five percent split. Mm-hmm. Maybe give it twenty thirty percent. Maybe give the girls more because the the girls finishing on top and being good and not having a culture problem. They could also bomb out in finals, Tom. They could go out straight sets. Joel. They could also have a culture problem, but just a better blanket over it. I don't think they have a culture problem. There's a culture problem in the AFLW this season, sort of. Players keep getting left out of teams for not behaving appropriately. Doesn't happen in Melbourne. Doesn't happen in Melbourne as far as we're aware. Mm, No, they don't get left out of the team. I think it's only happened at Brisbane and... Port. Port. And that's it. I think it also happened... Brisbane's one was very funny. Like, Starsevich didn't go into details, but he was just like, yeah, they didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, Port Adelaide said they haven't hit our. It was like the benchmarks or behavioral, behavioral standards. Yeah. It's like, oh, party. <laughs> yeah, Big I'd hit. Night. I'd hit no behavioral standards if I played football. Yeah, because I wouldn't go to bed. You know why, Joel? Too busy I, kicking goals. No, too busy playing Fortnite. <laughs> Dangerous. Dangerous. Hey, new Fortnite drop soon. Yeah, uh, back to season one. Back to season one. Well, the season one map yeah. apparently. Uh, which we're very familiar with, Joel, having played it since... Oh, yeah, uh, our entire life. Uh, Two months ago? September. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I love Fortnite. Fortnite's bringing me together with people, playing Fortnite with my brother. Going to be playing Fortnite with a friend that I haven't hung out with for ages, but we're going to be playing Fortnite together. You would have clocked over 100 hours by now, right? I've definitely clocked over 100 hours. We had a win the other night, Joel, and it was disgusting. Yeah, that's good. But it's the best kind of win. Sometimes it's the one where we didn't realize there was only one player left until we killed him, and then the screen did that slow motion thing, and we were like, "That was filth." <laughs> I had a filthy win with your brother the other, like this is like a week ago now, yep. where in duos we were like, "Fuck, there's only one team left. There's only one team left. Where are they? Where are they?" And then it just went Victor Royale. They got killed in the storm. Yeah, that's what you love. Uh, I, I we, hate it. We no had satisfaction. One, this one the other day, so uh, I think we killed like between us. Three or four people really early, and then we did not kill another person until we killed that person for the Victor Royale because we just kept getting into the circle. Yeah, and there was a fight on the other side of the circle, and we'd sort of go, "Oh, we'll move towards it," and then the storm would be like, "Now you got to go over here." Now we're like, "All right, well, we'll just go." We just didn't run, run run into anybody. There was a bit where we were getting sniped, so we ran away from the sniper. Yeah, smart. And then that guy died. We killed him at the end. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. You know what else is huge, Tom? What? When uh, a huge rival of Essendon's... Yeah, yeah. Take them on at Windy Hill. Yep. And die. 
and are five goals down at halftime and have not scored. Oh, how good's Windy Hill? It was it was magic. Um, Did you I go? Was, yeah, I was there. Oh, that's beautiful. I was very scared at first because this was the t- very similar positions on the ladder before this game. Yeah, We'd lost to West Coast the week before at Windy Hill. Mm. The vibes they were here. Yeah, low, low is where you're gesturing. But um, no, no, people understand that. The context I think gave him that. Yeah, that's true. Again, I was doing visual things on an audio menu. Yeah, wait, hey, it's your favorite thing to do. It sure is. Uh, so yeah, I was worried about this. Carlton started the year pretty strong, but had fallen away. But Essendon again lost to one of the worst teams in the entire competition last week. Uh get there. It starts. We look pretty. Uh, we look pretty good straight away. Yeah, like we get. Uh, Carlton were clearing it, but it was just hitting a brick wall and then just staying in our forward line, which is always a good sign because uh, that's where you score from. Uh, traditionally, that's where you score from. Uh, and then two minutes and thirty-five seconds into the game, Tom, one of the three players in the entire league that has kicked a goal in all nine rounds of football. She kept that tradition goal. alive. <laughs> Bonnie too good. Two minutes thirty in, kicked a great goal, and I was like, "Dream start." Then, Sophie Alexander, eight minutes later, kicks a second, uh, kicks a goal as well, and I'm like, "Okay, all right." We kick a bunch of behinds, and I, I'm like, "Okay, I don't know. This is not great because obviously that gives Carlton the ball. They kick it in, clear it. A goal's all they need to steady, and then." Joel, did they clear it? Tom, didn't get anywhere near their goals. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we, they haven't scored in the first quarter. That's good. We've kept them scoreless. Get to halftime. Still scoreless. Also, Cody Jacques kicked a first goal for Essendon. How big was that? It was very big. Um, there was a funny moment, though, where two funny moments for Essendon. Look, we won by 24 or 25 points, but... Uh, it, Been a go- bit of foot off the gas in the last 10. Yeah. Uh, Carlton kicked two goals in the... Like, Carlton won the last quarter, but... That's disappointing. Uh, well, actually, we won by 32 points, so not that bad. But yeah, Cody Jarks kicked the first goal for Essendon. Uh, Jess Wushner got way too excited, ran too far, kicked it into the open goal, and the umpire was like, nope, bring her back, free kick. <laughs> <laughs> Could you see it happening? You're like, she's run so far. Yeah, and like <clears throat> Bonnie was in the forward as well, so she was like yelling at not not yelling as in telegraph, but like giving her like instructions, like go go yeah, go, yeah, 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 kick now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, and Sophie Alexander also kicked three goals, so that was huge too. Fuck. Paige got smothered, uh, what would have been a goal by trying to take a ridiculous hanger in the uh, goal square as well, but we were already like forty points up when that happened, so I was like. Look, you got to let her do it. That's why we pay her the big bucks. She gets a lot of air. She spends most of the time in the air, I think. And anytime she's not in the air, she's, she's hitting someone. Hitting someone. Yeah. The, Legally. The, the perfect prototype of an AFLW player. <laughs> she wants to take mark of the year, probably get two weeks, and kick seven goals all in one game. Yeah. A normal a normal behavior. Um, yeah, no, this was, this was big, Joel. This was... This was a win you had to have, and you had it, and you should have been nervous going in. But, uh, baby, you could be in the top four. That's so fucked. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm scared. Uh, trying to think if there was anything else exciting about this game, except for the fact it just fucking rocked. Food situation? I had a burger and some chips. Pretty All right. Good. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty soft, standard. Was it a soft serve there with Mr. Whippy there? Didn't didn't get head to that part. But of the he ground. was there, uh, I believe so. But again, didn't head to that part of the ground. <sighs> he, missed, he didn't go get a server from the server place. Didn't get a server from the server place. Good server too. Yeah, but it's not bad. It's not bad. Well, maybe in finals we'll be back at Windy Hill. I wonder if they're going to play finals at Windy Hill, or if they'll just play all Victorian finals at like Icon Park or GMHBA. And stuff yeah, I don't know because of the capacities. Well, Windy Hill they filled the hill, and that depends was- who you play. I think. That was 6,000. If you play, if it's your home game and you're playing like a Gold Coast or a Sydney, you probably played at the Hill. But if you're like playing- I don't know, maybe not Sydney. They set a record this weekend. Yeah, but it's like 
the travel factor. Yeah. Although they are, yeah, the vibes of Sydney are fucked. It's good shit. They're up and about. There's a club that could learn from St. Kilda, but, you know. If we're playing at St. Kilda, it mightn't be at Windy Hill because they don't need to leave space for opposition uh, supporters to come. Then it'll it'll be at, uh, definitely be at Windy Hill. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, anyway, love Essendon, love going to the footy, love the AFLW team. Really scared about top four because if we lose in straight sets, everyone on social media is going to have the best day of their life. Essendon finals curse continues. Question. Yep. If they, you you have made a pledge previously. To get a tattoo. No. You will get a tattoo. It has to be the men's team that yes. wins for that tattoo. Because the tattoo doesn't make sense. Are you going to get an AFLW tattoo anyway if they win the final? If they win the flag. Nah, if they win a final, we just get That's the words. That's not the pledge. We just get too good tattoos Sean's been you. away for too long and you've forgotten everything about this show. Can you just get a tattoo that says too good on it? <laughs> I have three tattoos currently, and they're all words, so getting a fourth one that's another word is funny. That checks. Mm. Hey, break it up. Get a tattoo of, I don't know, something else, and then get a tattoo that just says too good. Uh, Yeah, but no tattoo from the AFLW if they just win one final. Fuck, how have we not been calling this entire AFLW series of the show How Too Good's Footy? That's true, actually. We're fucking idiots. Yeah. Maybe too much bias? Sean and you aren't that excited by Bonnie Too Good because she doesn't play for your team. Uh, Joel, I'm excited by Tony Tony Boo Good. Yeah, Tony Boo Good. She's a great player. <laughs> Next game. She's the <laughs> highest rated. Should be the highest rated. Oh no, she wouldn't be. No, she wouldn't be. In fantasy, fantasy, she wouldn't be. She is. I don't think that's true. The highest scorer, it's Bonnie Too Good. It's sure five. It's-, it's five midfielders. She's number six overall in the entire site. Yeah, yeah. So okay, but but in terms of position. That she's sixth. She's the sixth highest scoring forward. No, the sixth highest scoring player. Surely not. Surely Laura Gardner's ahead of her. Gardner is oh, technically a yeah, forward. Yeah, that's true. Fuck. Gardner would have to be ahead of her. A hundred percent. Gardner's averaging like a hundred and five to a hundred and ten. What? It mu- actually Bonnie Sugar must be two, and because Laura Gardner might be second overall. Yeah, but Damn. that's what I mean. Like I was like. There's too many Stat forward midfielders. I mean, I could be wrong. It could be Bonnie, and I'm happy for it to be Bonnie, but I feel like Laura Gardner's got to be ahead of Bonnie. Sorry, on average, not on total points. Uh, okay. And I was slightly wrong. Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was... Bonnie is seventh overall. Yeah, okay. Second for forwards. Gardner is third overall, first of all. The thing that sucks about Gardner is you're going to pick, you have to pick her next year, but she's gone from being like 600K to $1.5 million. 1.37. Jesus. It's crazy. All right. Who's who's the next game? Next game. Whoa. You thought the Essendon Carlton game at Windy Hill was big. Wait till you get a load of what was happening at Mineral Resources Park in Perth. I'm West gonna, Coast I'm Eagles. I'm on a secret, Joel. I wasn't thinking about what was happening at Mineral Resources <laughs> Park in Western Australia. I saw that fixture and went, hmm. I would care about this more if Pryor was still coach and his career was on the line here. But he got gentlemen fired during the week. He did. Essendon for the... See you later, Pryor. Twice this year, Essendon have played a team. And then the next week, and then directly after the game, the coach has been like, yeah, I'm out. What's funny is one of those was a win. Yep. One, one of those was a one-point loss. loss. Like, imagine quitting because you lost. Because uh, you won. Prior, yeah, the prior thing, Um, he sucks. <laughs> He's... I forgot. One of the things I forgot about was when that was the pride round thing. Yeah. We mentioned this last week. I know. I That sat with me since we mentioned it last week. And I'm like, how did he not get fired beforehand? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Anyway, this is the first Congratulations AFL... on being gentleman fired. Yeah, this is the first AFLW coach to leave mid-season too. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Simon Hood coached his last game. Uh, Simon Hood. I'm thinking of Simon Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Paul Hood mm-hmm. for Geelong was like, I'm going to coach the last game. Yeah, we're going to go in a different direction. Oh, really, Paul, is it a good direction? <laughs> no. No, it is because he, he left and we got Dan Lowther and then we were much better. That's true, actually. He's a good coach and a good boy. He seems like a good guy. I haven't made finals since uh, Paul Hood left, though. Uh, that's incorrect. Oh, sorry. I thought that year where you got put in the prelim by accident was Paul. Well, no, that was Paul Hood. Um, we made finals last year. We lost by two points to North Melbourne in an elimination final. Oh, that's right. You finished like, yeah. Finished like sixth. I think they finished seventh, or we finished fifth and they finished eighth. Uh, well, what's surprising is Western Bulldogs got their first win of the year. It's surprising because it was in Perth. Now, here's the thing. West Something Coast came Sarah. out of this game uh-huh. that annoyed me. Uh-huh. Ali Blackburn is a great footballer. Yep. I don't think she's had an amazing year. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just because the Bulldogs have not had an amazing year. Yep. And uh, I could be wrong. She could have had a fantastic year. But just the Bulldogs games I've seen, she's been good but in a losing side. And I think the position she plays, there are better midfielders currently running around out there. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think Ellie Blackburn's very good. I think if Bulldogs are more successful, she'd be better. Uh, Nathan Burke was like, made a thing about the All-Australian selectors to be like, pick her. And it's like, I get it. You can't pick... I don't think you can pick a player who played in a team that won maybe one game for the year. I just don't think you can. Did any of the bottom two teams from this year have players... Actually, yeah. Didn't... Some of the players from the bottom teams made... They might have made the squad, but you can't have her in the team. She's averaging 26.4 disposals. I know that, but 11 she's, contested possessions a game. But the thing is, she's playing in the, in the midfield, right? Yeah. And so you're picking, you're picking Marinoff, you're picking Hatchard, you're picking Jazzy Garner, you're picking Riddell, you're picking Monconti, you're picking Rowbottom, you've got Laura Gardner, yeah, there's you've got a lot Maddie Brasparkas, you've even got Georgie Brasparkas and Amy McDonald. There are 10 midfielders who are better, teams yeah. that, and again, I'm not saying Ellie Blackburn is bad, I just thought, I was like, Nathan, she's had a really good year, good on her. Not all Australians. Give her your best and fairest then. Yeah. All right, buddy. That's all I'll say on that matter. Next game. Well, speaking of giving someone their best and fairest, uh, Geelong gave their best and fairest to Richmond. And by best, I mean a win. And by fairest, I mean a good game. Well, a murder. A murder. Yeah. yeah this was uh, this was a, a game I was stressed about, Joel. Yeah. For Big it, game. Exactly the same situation that you were in with like Essendon and Carlton. Yeah. We had, by, by not being competitive against Collingwood and, and losing, and by uh, sort of the surprise loss to Essendon, which that was an upset. You, we were probably favourites going into that game, I would suspect. I think it was pretty even. But I think you would argue that we've oh, been... Oh, actually, there. we'd just come off a loss to Collingwood. So, yeah, you would have been we probably favourites. favourites. So, we then... Our fate's in our hands. Yep. We have to win every game to play finals. Mm-hmm. Starting with Richmond, who are good, playing at Icon Park. Their home ground. Their home ground this year. Uh, Joel, once again, barring one game this so far this season, Geelong has kept their opponent goalless in the first quarter. Uh, Juicy. The ball. You then also kept them goalless in the second quarter, Tom. We sure did. And then the third quarter, and Tom. And the third quarter. And then, oh, they kicked the goal very late in the last quarter. Um, we had, I think, 45 inside 50s to 18. I think in the first quarter, they'd had three inside 50s and we'd had like 12 or 13. Um, we kicked two big goals. 
if we'd have been able to kick straight early in this game, it would have been over at halftime. The dominance around the ground, we smashed them on the ball. We smashed them in the back line. Basically, everything we did wrong against Collingwood, we course corrected and did right against Richmond, and it was really good to see. Richmond are a good side. I feel like Geelong and Richmond were at a similar level, yeah. even though they came in after us because we kind of did almost like a mini rebuild as they were coming in. It feels like well, they they got a bunch of their players have been moved on all been injured recently. Yeah. Like they lost. No, I'm thinking of the wrong team. I was thinking of Carlton. Uh, not a lot of players of theirs have left. They lost a couple. Like uh, I think Cordner was at Richmond. Obviously, Frederick was at Richmond, which hasn't been there for a while. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a case of like, I feel like Geelong and Richmond are us in a similar bracket of yeah. about, about maybe four or five teams in a similar yeah. bracket. So to come out there and have a really good, strong performance against them. I think when this round started, we were like ninth and 10th and we were like, or eighth and ninth or something like that. Yeah. Um, but we came out and torched them. Georgie looked really good. Amy McDonald looked really good. But Joel, Claudia Gunjaka in the back line, number 26. She is exactly like the number 26 in the men's comp in that she loves clunk and big marks. Oh, yeah. Loves a big grab. Um, just has been a wall all year. Even in the games we've lost, our backline's been really good, um, and it's just it's been that lack of midfield pressure or lack of forward pressure that's been allowed yeah. teams to score. But Gajaka's year this year has been awesome. She's basically a wall. She looked Katie Brennan in the eye on the weekend, and she said, "I don't fucking think so." So she didn't have a lot of the ball, but it is pretty crazy when you lay these stats out. She took five marks, yep, but only had eight kicks, which means that pretty much any time she's getting the ball was because she took an intercept mark. Yeah. That's big. She's yeah, it's it's crazy. She but even like if she's not marking, she's spoiling, she's putting herself in a good position, she's yeah. getting to a contest, she's breaking the ball up. And it's just it's been consistent all year. And Joel, I've got to mention it. If Ashling Maloney learns the game a bit more and gets used to playing a game of football that she's I think she's played to what round nine. Yeah. I think Maloney has played maybe ten games of AFL football total. Holy shit, Joel! If she if she gets like the radar on a bit better goal kicking wise, yeah. and also just has another year or two in, to develop into the game, she's gonna be good, Tom. She is very tall. Mm-hmm. She's very good overhead for a mark. She's mm-hmm. a decent kick. Mm-hmm. She's so quick for someone her size. She is good below her knees. She loves laying tackles. She loves bumping people. If you put the ball out in space in front of her, she runs onto it. She is also so fucking tall. <laughs> She's like, Joel, it's like having, what if I had a Mark Blitzarves, but also he could kick goals and was fast? Jesus Christ, Tom, I'd say you must be dreaming. People are looking at the Geelong men and women lists. They're looking at those lists, Joel, and they're going, oh, no, there are two of them. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little episode one reference for all our Star Wars heads out there. Mm. <laughs> They're, they're fucking sitting on the bus oh. screaming. There's a lot of Trade Federation people looking at our team being like, oh, no. Every time they got excited about Trade Radio or they'd see Trade, they'd be like, it's about us, see Radio. They're like, fuck. Okay, nah. Now, there was a and reference just for them. That was just for them. Um, but, yeah, so she looks really good. Our team, yeah, our team is really awesome. They're gelling really well. There was a goal that was like – the thing was – Richmond were kind of restricting us a little bit and yeah. we were making it like we're getting good entries that we just couldn't kick straight. And then in the last quarter, uh, Mel Hickey in the commentary was talking about how it's a bit like, yes, the confidence plays into it, but there's also the other factor of it's a damn wall yeah. that eventually it'll break. And then Geelong kicked like four goals in a row. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there we go. That's that's probably where it should have been earlier. Yeah. Um, but I love them. I love them. They're playing really well. If we can keep doing that. Just got one more team in your way. Just one more team finals. in our way, and then we're, we can we can play finals. And um, I love it. I love this team, Joel. I love these girls. And I love something that happened in the next game, which was Collingwood, a team that had been in red-hot form in the middle of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolled up to Sydney, and they went to Henson Park, and they got done by 19 points. Chloe Malloy looked at her old team and was like, hey, guys, remember this? <laughs> Remember bet when you, I did this for you? Bet you missed this. Oh. It's um basically I feel like um and this is a this is another reference for the youth. Yep. Um this is for the people who aren't my age. But um similar to uh Olivia Rodrigo talking about how it's good for you. Chloe Malloy did a bit of that. She was like, Hey, good for you. I hope you're doing great. I'm also doing great though. Yeah. I'm better. 
I'm kicking goals. What I actually love about this is it wasn't like Malloy went to Sydney for money. Like she could have, it's Collingwood. She could have been paid just as much there. Yeah. The, the reason she went to Sydney, I find really fascinating, was the idea she that wanted to start something from the ground up. She wanted to start something from the ground up, but also challenge herself. She wanted to be part of it, Tom. And I'm like, that's a that's a that's a huge thing to do. And I'd just like to say, so far, she's part of it. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Um, I really loved watching Hurley in this game. Yep. Hurley's a good player. She gets in a really interesting spot. She gets in a really dangerous spots, and then she kicks fucked goal. She kicked a ripper set shot that was quite a difficult one from the pocket. Just at Privatelli, I think, kicked another one from that same pocket that was also juicy. Yeah. Like Frederick had probably the biggest game of her year. Uh, second biggest. Second biggest. Her game last week against Geelong, she was maybe the best player on the ground. <laughs> well, if uh, Collingwood had have won, she would have been the best player on the ground in this game too. So the thing Tom, I... Tom, she had 39 hitouts. And the next person wasn't close. Well, that's that's more about, I think, um, Morfitt being she injured. She kicked two goals as well. Oh, she's again. She was very good. I think she was just like I think she's had two games back to back, which she's been enormous. Actually, her year's been pretty good. She could be a smoky for an all Australian ruck position, maybe. Statistically speaking, she had a much better game this week than she did last week. Just to give you an indication of the damage. Oh, but she the did. vibe last week. <laughs> I think the vibe because at one point in this game, uh, like Collingwood started pegging them back, and it got close. Right toward well, yeah, it was close to three quarter time, and it looked like oh, uh, that's game over. It was like, yeah, it was one goal, and Frederick was very much part of that. But then Sydney said, "Get fucked." Well, Colin Malloy said, "No, no, 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 none today. of this, none of this." If she wasn't kicking them; she was setting them up. Beautiful. Oh, it's good to see. I Sydney, Sydney women's side feels like it's good for footy. I agree. Do you know what else is good for footy? Me doing a lot of predictor and seeing Collingwood finish ninth most of the time. Delicious. Oh, yeah. I do, unfortunately, have St. Kilda sneaking into the eight a lot. Who do they play this week? Uh, I think they've got someone relatively easy. Oh, no, not not that easy. But also, I'd be tipping them, and that is St. Kilda. Uh, St. Kilda are playing Carlton. And Collingwood have... And Collingwood have Richmond. Collingwood's percentage is very shit. Mm, mm, interesting. The only way Collingwood make it, I think, is if if Gold Coast, Geelong, or Sydney, they needed least one of them to lose. And then also St. Kilda to lose. And Kilda also St. Kilda to lose, yeah. But Wild if stuff. two lose and St. Kilda and Collingwood win, then they do go into the eight. Okay, juicy. Um, Next game. This was a fucked ending. Chaos game. Oh, my fucking God. Adelaide took on Kangaroos, and Kangaroos were up pretty much the entire day. Like, with- Adelaide hit the lead, like, right at the start with, like, two behinds to yep. one behind. And then hit the lead again, Joel, with 90 seconds to go. And it was fucking mayhem. The amount of times North Melbourne went into their forward line and almost took a huge mark. There was a passage of play where two players spoiled one another, and it's like, if one of you stays out, that's a mark. Yep. There was also one where Randall wasn't paid what I felt should have been a mark. Yeah. Yeah. Full credit to Adelaide. They got in the right spots. That kick from Kelly was fucked. That goal was cra- like, fucked. Under that much pressure when you're three points down to kick a goal that good. Yep. And like running sort of away from yeah. the... Oh. Kelly's been a handy pickup. I think she came across from um, West Coast, like maybe the last season. Could be wrong. Gemma will be listening to this and I will get a message from her and she will say either, Tom, you were right. Tom, you were wrong. Yeah. Maybe something else I said tonight was incorrect. Probably a lot. Hey. You're not here for facts. No. You're here for feelings. Yes. And feelings, they don't care about facts. No. (laughs) Feelings don't care about your facts, fuckhead. Yeah, fuckhead. Mm. A reverse Shapiro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) We're tall and normal. Yeah, we're tall and... (laughs) Well... Yeah, we're tall and normal. A different type of wrong compared (laughs) to him. Everyone's a little bit wrong. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Adelaide cemented that they're definitely a top two side. Yep. And... It's going to be a juicy end to the season. Um, yeah, cannot stress enough how fucking crazy the last 10 minutes of that game was, though. It was honestly, 
all of North's, like, North have played in some fucked games this season. Adelaide have played in some absolutely fucked games this season. I'm so ready. I know we've got one more round, and it's going to be exciting this next round, but I'm so ready for finals. Uh, it feels like finals has kind of already started. It's, mate, it's been going for three weeks. Uh, last game, which I didn't watch, and if I'm being honest, I'm okay with this just saying the scores and moving on. 40, Hawthorne Hawks, 40, defeated oh. Port Adelaide. I have to mention one thing Power. about this game. 32. Yeah, I have to mention one thing about this game. Yep. Uh, Greta Bode, four goals. Greta Bode, four goals. Greta Bode, good at footy. Really good at footy. Oh, man. Hot, hot take. Greta Bode, good at footy. Also, one thing to point out about this game and the Adelaide game and the Brisbane game, Marinoff, Emily Bates, and Ali Anderson uh, all reached 75 games. Yep. Um, which is the most the yep. game's record holders collectively. They none of them have missed a game since, since they started. Debut. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, Whew. I don't know if they're the game's record holders. Actually, that could be wrong. But mm. I know that none of them have missed a game since they started. That is big. Yeah. I, it should be pretty easy to find out who the game's record holder was. Wouldn't it be? Um, I know because she missed a year because of pregnancy. Mm. It's on Daisy Pierce. Yeah, no. she's had injuries too. Yeah, Marinoff. It could be. It could be those three because they've often gone deep too into finals. Yeah. Um, Matilda Scholes had a fucking crazy game, and the fact she's only eighteen is fucked. She's going to be one of the best rock people in the competition by such a significant margin if she keeps this up. Uh, it'll be. We're going to be watching for some time. A bit like how we got the Gorn and Grundy off for the last five years. Morphet we're going to have versus- the Morfit. Yeah, the Morfitt Shawls. Um, it's going to be fucking awesome. She had 17 disposals and 15 of them were kicks. She laid seven tackles and she had 34 hit outs. That's fucking juicy. That's very juicy. Fuck, that's very juicy. Joel, Tom. I've got a very important question for you. We got any emails? Tom, we do. Oh my God. Um, this week, after the inbox being relatively dry, I would say since the start, since, since the AFLW callout ended, it's almost, so got- like, it's almost like the host of the show haven't read any emails for about eight weeks. That's okay, because uh, this week, people were like, they haven't mentioned the emails for a bit, but I don't care. I'm going to send them through. So uh, you'll like this one, sort of. It's I'd say it has its ups and downs. Okay. So this is from a concerned listener. I have it on good authority that Geelong's... I have it on good authority from Geelong's AFLW podcast that Georgie Pressbarkers grew up barracking for Collingwood, not Essendon which I believe makes a trade less likely as it doesn't have the double whammy of childhood team plus play with sister factor. Thank you, a concerned listener. That is both reassuring, but now terrifying in a new way. As long as Maddie didn't also buy for Collingwood, it nah, should be she was okay. an Essendon supporter her as a kid. I think so. I hope so. No, that was the whole thing. She's a, an Essendon nuffy. Good. Georgie, I hope stay you- Stay home, Maddie. Sta- Georgie, also stay home. Don't betray the footy code. But the pies too. Yeah, Fuck. that would. I would. I would really have to think about sitting at the bottom of the ocean for an hour and a yeah. half. I come back. I can hold my breath. Right. Uh, speaking of Maddie, this email is from Maddie, not Maddie Press Barkers, but another. Joel, Maddie. you can't do that to me. Oh yeah, Maddie Press Barkers emailed the show. And I she thought. Said, I thought she might have. And she said, "You're going to be hearing from my lawyers for Press Barkers Watch." <laughs> A segment we haven't done for a while. Mm. Uh, So Maddie said, subject, and this is in all caps, Chloe Malloy. So more, I guess more accurately, the subject is Chloe Malloy! Beautiful. Is the email about how she's pretty good at footy? Uh, So I'll read it to you. Again, all caps, so uh, I'd read something like this. She is the best! Get fucked, Collingwood's! And then, uh, signs off Maddie. Uh, sending hopes and prayers to Sean at this trying time. He's doing all right. I want to let listeners know, Sean's going okay. We have seen him regularly. You now, if you want to, if you miss his voice, listen to Skatey Boys in episodes every Friday. Just He just needs a break from Haggard's footy, but he will be back. He will be back. Much like the end of a Marvel film, just imagine at the end of every one of these podcasts, the text, Sean Carney will return. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Alexander and look Tom I'm going to level with you an audience I'm going to level with you too I've read this email and Alexander is a fucking idiot <laughs> Alex I don't know what the fuck you're expecting from this but we'll get into it okay 
So for some background listeners and Tom, uh, not only have I had a pretty good year with AFLW Fantasy, but also with AFLW Tipping. Okay. I'm currently third. Okay. With one round to go. Alexander is currently first with one round to go. Subject, douches Sophie's choice. That's pretty funny. You're still an idiot for this, uh, Alex, but that is funny. Yeah. Hello, Joel. I want to play a game. So it has come to this. Nine rounds of AFLW tipping and challenges have risen and fallen, but none of them have toppled me from top spot. Now, with one round remaining, it's all to play for. I know I can be caught. I know I can be beaten. But I also know that if I am to be toppled, my enemies have to play the odds and tip against me. At present, I am two tips clear, but my margin is unreachable. If I am to be taken down, my nemesis must have an extraordinary round and beat them by three tips and trust that results go against me. But I am a sporting man. I relish the challenge and I want to make things interesting. So I will tell you one of my tips for this weekend for one of the genuine 50 50s. You're going to tip Essendon. One of the games that could truly go either way. Mm. This weekend, I will tip the Essendon Bombers to win on Friday night by a single point over the Gold Coast Suns. No trick, no trap, no lie. This will be my opening tip. And by, re- and by revealing this information, I have weakened myself. There are other 50-50 games this weekend. They may, have conceivably be, they may conceivably be upsets, but with so wide a lead, if I am to be beaten, you must tip against me where it is prudent. You know this, and I know you know this. So I offer you this poison chalice. What will it be, Dusha? An honorable tipper who will s- settle for second place, but nobody remembers second. A traitorous cunt. Well, a traitorous cunt may tip against his own bombers and try for gold. The choice is yours. Dusha, I will see you on Friday night. Alexander. Every single person in the top 10 should tip Gold Coast. Fuck Alexander. I'll cop second. Someone else can win. You're an idiot, Alex. Alex... The thing about that is, and too, now you're not honourable if you go against that. And now listening to my advice, and anyone's in the top ten, we're gonna have to go to court for Alex, big time. Um, the other thing too about this is, you can still tip Essendon and get the tips elsewhere. There are so many genuine fifty fifties. Uh, okay, well let's look at it. Like I'm not gonna reveal my tips, obviously, and also I haven't decided who I'm gonna tip. But like, so Essendon Gold Coast, that's sixth play fifth, fifty fifty. Western Bulldogs Kangaroos? Not so much. Not 50-50. Port Adelaide versus GWS? 50-50. Geelong versus Hawthorne? Probably not Not 50-50, but... Could be an upset. Like, that's like... When it comes to tipping, unfortunately, Tom, that is one where I could be like, I'm going to smell a bit of an upset brewing. Mm. I think the fact Geelong are playing for finals means that that one's... In Geelong. Yeah. West Coast versus Adelaide? Not 50-50. No... Brisbane versus Melbourne in Brisbane. Again, not 50-50, but could be an upset, I smell. Yeah. So that's already four. Carlton v. St. Kilda. 50-50. Yeah, that's 50-50. Collingwood versus Richmond. 50-50. Frio versus Sydney. Alexander, you stupid cunt. So yeah, I need everyone to tip Gold Coast in the top 10. Everybody. Unless you bag for Essendon, obviously. Uh, and I'm yeah, not even need- in the top 10, and I'm going to tip Gold Coast. <laughs> we need to topple Alexander. I'm going to do and it. And Alexander, I'll be paying a very close attention to your tips, because if you've, you're have you claiming to be an honorable man, then uh, now with hearing me saying, mm, let's all catch Alex together. Mm, I wonder if... Uh, they'll change. We'll, have to, well, if Alex does change, then, uh, then I guess there's only one thing for it, Joel. We'll have to go to the court. No TC court today. No, no, no. We might not need to. We might not need to. Um, is that it for our emails? That's it for our emails today. Wonderful. If you want to send us an email, you can do so at howgoodsfootyatgmail.com or you can find us on social media. Don't worry about finding us on Twitter. It's a bin fire. You can find us at inst- on Instagram at howgoodsfootypod um, or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade on all social medias. And I'm at douche13 on all social medias except Letterboxd where I'm just douche. Uh, and Sean Carney is Carney55 on all of them. Follow Scaredy Boys. We're also on uh, Instagram at uh, Scaredy Boys podcast i think yeah skinny boys podcast sounds right yeah to close the show 
And this is maybe a nice message just to put out there. Mm. And this is from a stupid cunt we know, Alex, who ends the email. P.S. Sean, come back. We miss you. Collingwood may have won the battle, but you cannot let them win the war. A carnyless podcast is what they want, and you cannot give it to them. What can men do against such black and white hate? Right out to meet it. <sighs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.